Welcome to the Wildcast Podcast, coming to you from Wildcast Studios with your hosts, Adam Lund and Jeremy Boucher. Welcome back to Wildcast Studios for another episode of the Wildcast Podcast, your unofficial voice for all things Moncton Wildcat. As always, I am your host, Adam. I'm not joined in studio this time. Like a few times last year, I am joined, though, by Mr. Jeremy Boucher via the phone. Uh, We're doing the FaceTime thing. He can see me, so it won't be awkward. Uh, Well, it might not be awkward. Boucher, how you doing? I'm doing well, Adam. How are you? Uh, I miss you. I miss you in here. Uh, I, yeah, I, I know. What you know, we have to follow the rules, right? And we uh, unfortunately, we are not uh, a household bubble together as much as uh, as much as I would enjoy <laughs> that. Now, uh, it, we, we do not live under the same roof. We don't. Uh, no. So we we do have to respect the uh, the uh, new rules as much as they. We may or may not like them. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, that's uh, that's a different story. If you follow me on Twitter, I think you'll understand uh, my position on them. But um, no, it's uh, you know we will respect the rules as they come and go. I, I did actually ask Layla if she wanted you to live with us for two weeks. Uh, I said <laughs> we we could invite you here on the the Friday before the deadline started. And uh, as much as she wanted uh, to have you here, she did think your your wife and your daughter would miss you. Uh, for two weeks. I don't know how true that would be, but uh, how was Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving was good. Uh, I wouldn't mind living. I mean, I think the uh, the cats would be a bit of an issue <laughs> with my uh, somewhat of an allergy, but no, Thanksgiving was good. Uh, it was different. This is the first time uh, you know, we've ever had to cook for ourselves on a holiday. Yeah. Uh, so the, the wife pulled off uh, a pretty uh, pretty damn good turkey. And, did you make uh, Did you make the full turkey? Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Okay, nice. Yeah, so she uh, should the whole thing. She did the um, the massages the parts of the turkey with the butter <laughs> and the uh, and the herbs, and yeah. you know, got in uh, in in the turkey underneath the skin, and um, you know, she's uh, she did pretty good. I was quite impressed. Nice. We uh, yeah, just the two of us obviously here, but we did the uh, anyone turkey roll i guess with the stuffing inside of it from sobeys oh, yes. yeah. we did, we did yeah. that last year when it was just the two of us and um again you know i was just like i don't really feel like making a large tur- i'm not a turkey fan in general like I, I more prefer ham if if uh but layla's not a ham fan so i'm like we don't need a big turkey we don't need everything let's just enough for two of us and had enough leftovers for today but uh there you go. i'm turkey out. what do you got you got lots of leftovers uh, not really. No, no, we, um, we made, uh, we made some, some, a plate for my mom and dad and, uh, you know, kind of broke the rules a little bit by bringing it out to them yesterday. Uh, well, of course we won't keep that, uh, we'll keep that to ourselves. We won't let anybody else hear that part. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, uh, you know, um, funny enough, I don't know if this was allowed uh, or not, but you know, went apple picking yesterday with my mom and my sister, and my nephews, that probably wasn't allowed. But, I feel like uh, that would be cause you're outside. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll Anyways, go ahead and uh, say it was allowed because you were outside. Uh, you know, if, the, if you want to come ticket me, come ticket me. But uh, you know, you you can't. Uh, I don't think you can look back, right? It's yeah. uh, it's all they, they have to witness the incident. So yeah, um, yeah, the government can go uh, make its uh, <laughs> you. You there's, know, <laughs> there's bigger there's bigger things at hand than uh, a family yeah. apple picking yeah. and and it was outside. I was so in, I was getting outdoor uh, exercise and uh, exactly. fresh air. So. Um, yeah, I was, uh, I felt like a rebel, but, uh, got the job done. Yeah. Did you, uh, did you make apple pie today? I must say I was, I was in your neck of the woods on the weekend. Irish town did the little walk there. Very yeah. nice place. Very nice place. Very yes. nice park. Yeah. Very nice park. Yeah. Park's very nice, especially in the fall. Exactly. Well, I, the like I've said many colors. times, like I still just can't get over how red trees get here. Like mm-hmm. we don't, we never had that growing up. It was always green, yellow. They're gone. It's snowing in September. So. Um, to walk there was was nice. Did you make apple pie? Uh, no, we no. made apple crisp, which oh, okay. is kind of like apple pie. Yeah, yeah, Layla uh, made that. Yeah, with uh, it's got like cinnamon and uh, oats and brown sugar and vanilla and yeah, that was um, that was good. We made that. Um, we actually made that before apple picking. That was done uh, Saturday Saturday night. Right. We made a big apple crisp and uh, and ate that and had some ice cream with it and. I actually got asked to go to the store at eight o'clock on Saturday night just to get ice cream. So, uh, yeah, we, we you know pounded that back, and then the next morning was Thanksgiving, and then yeah. yesterday was 
you know, leftovers and here we are tonight. That's awesome. Uh, all right. Well, let's get into, uh, let's get into our mass singer update. We were back with group a, um, again, we got some reveals. You were very correct, sir, with your baby being Larry, the cable guy is, uh, going through the, the clues there last week. It kind of, you nailed it, uh, with jingle all the way one and two being Larry, yep. the cable guy. Um, <laughs> so again, octopus was Dwight Howard. Pufferfish was Tony Braxton. Mother Nature was Vivica A. Fox. And now Wild, uh, not Wild Card. Yeah, Wild Card Baby was Larry the Cable Guy. Um, Skunk, I'm still predicting Brandy. I'm still staying in that in that range there. Um, I don't know if you've gone, if you've come in from left field with Oprah, uh, but uh, uh, I'm, yeah, I'm so kind of sticking uh, with Brandy. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely not on the Oprah uh, <laughs> bandwagon anymore. Um, that's uh, that's that's come and gone. Um, I, I really don't know. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely a singer that that's a, like a well-known singer. Yep. Um, but I'm on, I'm kind of on, there is a puffer fish clue in the skunks, you know, montage. Right. And I'm wondering if that is puffer fish, puff daddy, I'll be missing you, Faith Evans. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's right in that wheelhouse. Yeah, so I'm wondering if that pufferfish was a puff daddy clue, which would lead me to believe it's Faith Evans because she had the song with Puff Daddy, very popular song. Yep. Uh, I'll be missing you. So um, I'm going to go with uh, changing from Oprah Winfrey to <laughs> Faith Evans. Perfect. Uh, the bull. I-, I got nothing. I still got nothing. I still think it's a. Uh, a WWE wrestler or some sort of wrestler. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'll stick with your CM Punk last week. I, you know, dedicating the third performance to Britney Spears is one of the clues kind of threw me, but you know, uh, I, I, I really have nothing on this. This is one of the ones that's stumped me. Usually I can just randomly guess, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep sticking with your CM Punk. If you're staying there. I, I'm not. Uh, I literally have CM Punk equals not anymore. <laughs> um, so um, yeah. I still haven't still haven't come up with a name for for that one. Um, but uh, yeah, I'll probably next time they sing, I might have a I might have a guess for 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 Bull. But it's yeah, it's it's driving me crazy too. Um, so the the hamster. Um, a few more clues in the twenties. Living in a huge city with my best friends. Uh, dancing with a group of friends. So I don't know if he can sing, but I'm, I obviously I'm getting the friends vibe, a New York mm-hmm. city vibe. Um, I don't know if I'm going to go to the Saturday night live yet, but I just was like, yeah, some friends references. I'm going to go with Matthew LeBlanc. Okay. Um, you know, um, I don't I'm think David Schwimmer speaking... can sing and I don't think, uh, uh, Matthew Perry can sing. So I, I'm, I'm going to go with Matthew LeBlanc. I still have Rob Snyder written down, which is an SNL um, vibe. Yeah, and even though you, you know he seems to be very, um, I don't know if it's anti-vax or anti-mask on his Twitter page. I don't know if it'd be a good move for the mask singer to bring someone like him onto their stage. Right. But just the whole thing about all his friends and it's always clues about his friends and. Um, you know, it's, he's always in the movies with the same people, right? Yeah. Uh, so I got I got to stick with with Rob Snyder for this one. All right, and then we had a new re- new arrival of Wild Card. Uh, it was yeah. the Pepper. Uh, I had no idea. Um, I was following along with the TikTok clues, and then I just Googled yeah. top TikTok dance, and I uh, I came up with uh, well some of the top dances. Uh, I came up with Jalea Harmon. She was a 14-year-old. Uh, she, yeah. she came up with the TikTok uh, dance Renegade. It's one of the, I don't know what it is, but it's one of the most popular dances on the TikTok. So, you know, 14 TikToks been out for, I think, two years, 16, 17. Could be her. Hopefully we get other clues, but it could be someone famous. But I just Googled literally top TikTok dances, Renegade, Jalea Harmon. I'm going to go with that for now. I'm picking up a British accent. Okay. Um, and I also picked up on the TikTok clues. Yep. Uh, now, this singer had a, you know, her song kind of went viral on TikTok. Unwritten, uh, Natasha Bedington. 
or betting yeah, yeah. betting field. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, now I don't know if a fourteen year old TikToker can sing like this, but this person <laughs> can sing. Yeah. Um, so the fact that it's you know kind of a British accent, uh, the TikTok clues, you know, it's her song unwritten was a very not recently, but it was big on TikTok about a year ago. So okay. I got to go with Natasha Bedingfield. I, uh, you know, little known fact, I did see her uh, in concert uh, at the NKOT BSB concert. She opened for him. She can sing. So, um, mm. yeah, that's a, that's a, it's something with TikTok. We'll have to see what it gets into uh, in two weeks, I guess, as we go to type uh, group B now. So, uh, but yeah, that's, it'll be interesting to see what those get what those continue to be because some of them have thrown me different loops and some of them like skunk is staying right on that path of that certain yeah. type of singer. Right. Whereas hamster went one way and then it went to very New York twenties friends kind of hanging out with my friends kind of vibe. So, uh, as always, don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Moncton wildcast, Instagram wildcast podcast, and now TikTok that we're speaking of. We're not that famous and no, it wasn't one of us. Uh, on the mass singer and please don't forget to like and subscribe on youtube sadly we're not going to be on youtube this week as jeremy is not here but we will get back to that very shortly uh quick question man you you came up with it today so why don't you uh kick it off yeah so uh nhl season kicks off this week yeah. uh finally um some other sports to watch <laughs> um so i guess uh just looking for your your pick adam uh for uh Calder Trophy winner, so NHL Rookie of the Year, um, and then maybe a, a cup, uh, a cup finals prediction as well. Rookie of the Year was difficult. Um, there's a lot of rookies it could be, uh, but I'm going to go with uh, Lucas Raymond from Detroit. Okay, um, I, I really, I think he's going to be an under like he was an underrated selection going to Detroit. Um, you know, there was a lot of talk of him going to Ottawa, being in that top three. But uh, no, I think it was really tough because I wanted to pick a like Alex Newhook in Colorado because generally right. like they're going to be good, so he could put up a lot of points. Um, but that's generally isn't that's the MVP. Um, it's not generally the rookie of the year. So I'm going to go with Lucas Raymond in Detroit. What about you? Okay. Um... Yeah, that's a good pick. I'm I'm kind of going with um, I'm stuck between Cole Caulfield, who's still considered a rookie, mm-hmm. um, and Trevor Zegers uh, in Anaheim. Yeah, um, I I think Trevor Zegers is going to have is not going to have as much support as someone like Cole Caulfield. Right. So Zegers is going to put up points. He's going to be doing it, you know, pretty much by himself. Um, so I'm going to go with Trevor Zegers for my, uh, my rookie of the year. I like that. I, I saw him and I was like, I admittedly, I was like, I don't really know who that player is, but because <laughs> you don't <laughs> there's hear a lot of choices. Like there's yeah. like, I mean, there's, you can go Dawson Mercer, you can go Spencer Knight, you know, yeah. Alex Nedeljkovic. There's two in Col- uh, like new hook in Colorado, Bowen Byram in Colorado, Bowen Byram, Jamie Drysdale. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a long list of, of rookies that you could, you could go with, but, um, I just think Zegers is going to have uh, like a ridiculous year. Hendrix Lapierre. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll get to him in a little bit. Um, <laughs> Stanley Cup prediction. I mean, it's fairly obvious. It has to be the Senators and the Kraken, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we're going to put uh, 50 bucks down on that as, uh, as a couple. Yeah. And um, I'm Man. sure that'll pay out uh, a good uh, a good penny <laughs> if it comes out being true. I just don't have the, the, the cojones to pull something. I mean, 20 bucks or 50 bucks isn't that bad, but you know, you always hear about those betters that just throw something down on 501 odds and they put a thousand dollars down and it ends up hitting. I've never been able to have the cojones to hit that. And, but senators cracking would be the ultimate, uh, the ultimate payoff. If it, well, when, when Vegas was an expansion team, I actually went on a site and put 20 bucks on Vegas winning the Stanley cup. And they went all the way to the finals, didn't they? Like, yeah, they did in the first. Yeah, so uh, I think that was the payout on that. Yeah, I, th- I can't remember what it was, but I think it was it was close to a half million bucks. Oh, um, yeah. So I was uh, game you know, changer. Pretty, that was that would have been nice, but <laughs> that's a you know, couple, couple wins off. Pretty big uh, Vegas fan in year one. Oh yeah, getting on those <laughs> coattails for for five hundred G's. Um, I mean, in the East, it's really hard not to pick Tampa. They're just so good. They're so loaded. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, in the West, 
I think Colorado finally gets over the hump. Um, I think they kind of finally put it together. So, uh, you know, much to the joy of our longtime sponsor, Eric Murray, I will take Colorado in the West and Tampa Bay in the East. I'm definitely on the, uh, the Colorado, uh, bandwagon as yeah. well. Um, but I'm going to say that there will not be a three peat right. for uh, Stanley cup champion. I'm going to say Colorado and, uh, the New York Islanders. Oh, okay. Yeah. I like that. That's... I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it, the New York Islanders. It's been a while since they've been in the cup finals. So that is very true. Yeah. <laughs> so it's I thought you were going to go Rangers. I was like, but <laughs> Islanders makes a lot more sense than the Rangers. How yeah. do you, uh, in the in the Pacific Division, Anaheim. Now that we're back to regular, Anaheim, Calgary, Edmonton, L.A., San Jose, Seattle. Now Vancouver, Vegas. Mm-hmm. What do you What do you see in that division? Like, is, is Seattle going to be any good? Like, what What do you? They're not going to be a team like Vegas was in year one. Yeah. Um, but I also think they're going to surprise some teams. Like, uh, I think they'll finish above San Jose. Um, I think they'll finish above Arizona. Um, if we're talking conference, um, you know, they're not going to make the playoffs, but, no, no, uh, I, I think, think so. they will, they'll, they'll surprise, you know, I think they'll, they'll be in they'll, it for a while. The playoffs, but they, you know, they might only miss the playoffs by five, six points. Yeah. They'll be close. Yeah. Yeah. I've got, uh, Vegas finishing first in that division, then Edmonton, then probably Calgary. Uh, and then Seattle. I think Seattle's probably fourth in that division. Uh, I think they're better than Anaheim, San Jose, Vancouver, uh, and LA. Like, but it all depends on how Anaheim does with the rookies and if John yeah. Gibson bounces back. Right. Very so, true. Very true. It's just gonna, uh, yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's just gonna be good to have actual hockey back, regular buildings, whatever back. Battle of Alberta gets going Saturday night, so. 100% capacity everywhere. Yep. It's, uh, that's exactly it. All right. Let's, uh, let's get into some news and notes. News and notes from around the queue. All right. Well, we're going to get uh, to this one quickly, and we're not going to spend too much time on it. Um, obviously, the big news coming out of Victoriaville, two players were indefinitely suspended uh, after the incident in the offseason. You guys all know what the incident was, what's been reported. Uh, these two players shouldn't have been on the roster to begin with, and uh, it's it's just it's got to be fixed. And, yeah, and right? somehow like, somehow Nicola Dag still ended up with an invite to Anaheim Ducks rookie yeah. camp. Uh, they're they're saying the Ducks are saying that. Uh, you know, they only found out during rookie camp, and that's why they send him back to junior. Bullshit. Um, you know, I can't uh, can't see that being true. No. Uh, I just think the fact that, um, yeah, yeah, I just that's it's got to change the hockey culture. Got to change yeah. the hockey culture, and that's bullshit. I mean, it's I'm all I, for uh, I'm all for innocent until proven guilty, but not in this instance. Um, no, once it was uh, reported. Uh, you know, there was no need for Victoriaville to even have him at camp and or be on a be anywhere close to a roster until until especially you knew court cases were coming and we don't want to make this whole thing about it. But um, we, we have to change the hockey culture and it starts with making an example for the, you know, out of these kids, you know, what, what happened in Russia there, too. Um, we got to change this boys club hockey culture. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 100 percent. I won't get too much into it because, like I told you earlier, if uh, <laughs> we're talking about this, I'll go on a rant because, uh, you know, like my uh, my thoughts on the New Brunswick government, I made my thoughts uh, felt <laughs> on Twitter about this situation. Yeah. Um, so if you want to go back and, and read what I had to say, uh, feel free. But uh, yeah, um, we're we're not going to talk much about this. No, nope, that's pretty. That's <laughs> that's it. That's all. And we only did it because we have a news segment. A uh, little trouble on the North Shore. Uh, the Titan have lost Bennett MacArthur. For up to a month with an upper body injury, uh, they also, I mean, Hendricks Lapierre will start in Washington, mm-hmm. likely till Backstrom's back. I don't think that uh, he'll be up there all year, but I mean, if he if he plays well, he could be. I, I don't want to ask which is the bigger loss because I feel like Lapierre is, but Ben MacArthur's up there. I mean, he's got he is the scorer on that team right now. They're five and zero, oh, so everything seems like they're okay. 
but they've got a, a pretty tough stretch coming up. They got Charlottetown on the weekend. I think they got Quebec twice. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, is Ben and MacArthur a bigger loss right now than Lapierre not being back? I think he is because he's, he's part of the team, right? Yeah. Like, uh, you know, that, that trade with, uh, that they made to get Lapierre, it's, it's, it's a considered conditional trade, right? Yeah. If, if, uh, if Lapierre sticks in the NHL, Bathurst gets, I think all their picks back. So, you know, that's, that's a risk of doing a, of doing a trade. Which is uh, the only way to make that, like you cannot make that trade without having some sort of protection. Yeah. And that's, it's not bad. I mean, there's, what, they, what was it here? Uh, uh, MacArthur's out three weeks, Lane Hinckley and Zach Bigger are out two weeks. Um, so that's two on their back end that are, that are gone for two weeks. So, uh, they're going to be, uh, you know, they're going to be a couple guys, I mean, a couple guys short, they're going to call up a couple guys. And, yeah. um, yeah. So for, for me, if you ask, it's, 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 uh, Ben McCarthy, it's a bigger loss than Lapierre because, well, Lapierre is just not here yet. Yeah. Right. So, um, Ben McCarthy was going to be part of your team. <laughs> doesn't matter what happened. He was going to be part of your team. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's, I mean, this is, you know, he's out, he's out, he's out three weeks. That's a huge part of your, your goal scoring right there. So that's a huge loss. Yeah. They got uh Moncton, Charlottetown, St. John twice, Renaranda, Quebec. Uh, so they got Quebec once, St. John twice, Bacomo, Shakutami. So, I mean, he's probably going to be back mid November, I would guess at the earliest. So that's a, that's a pretty decent stretch. I mean, they've put wins in the bank early, which is what you want to do um, for this. But, I mean, Moncton's going to get them at a good time. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. I mean, Ren Aranda on that stretch, Bacomo and Shakutami, they should come out of it, you know, one, two, five, and three in those eight games. Like, they should be okay with this. They've got some pretty decent depth. Oh, yeah. They're, I mean, they're, they're not going to lose a Bacomo. They're not going to lose to Shakutami. They're not going to lose to Ruin Aranda. Hopefully, we can put up a good fight. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it's, I'm not, you know, look, it's not a, it's not a season ending injury here. No, right. No, it's no, no. Uh, it's, it's a month. So um, it's not, uh, you know, it's not, it's not too much to be uh, concerned about. And, uh, you know, if it was a season ending injury, I think we're, we're looking at another <laughs> possible destination for uh, a certain number 10. So, yeah. um, you know, it, it's, uh, it, that's, that's just good. It's good news for Bathurst that it's not, uh, not that long season ending injury we'd have to take a trip up to Bathurst just to see how Johnny Rocket was doing right <laughs> uh and like he I said start digging his grave <laughs> yeah yeah um and you know like I said Hendricks could be back uh it just depends on how their situation is I know Backstrom's on the IR and they brought a guy up because Ovechkin's injured so um mm. when they get those players back he could be back you know within the month or in about a month so I mean, they could be hitting their stride as they get both players back and they're even more dangerous. So, like I said, it's always good to put those early wins in the bank. And as we're going to get into it here in a little bit, Moncton might be catching them at uh, a pretty good time to, to put up a fight. Uh, the Q team of the week was announced for October 4th to 10th. Tyler Peddle, uh from Drummondville, two goals or four goals and an assist in two games. That seems like a pretty good pick. Huh. Hey, uh, that, that trade looks real good, eh? <laughs> it looks something. It looks Jeez. something. Six, four. six, uh, six goals for uh, for a rookie in how many games? Four. Uh, four. Yeah. Jeez. Yep. Jeez. You think uh, you think Kate Bratton could have used those uh, those six goals? Thankfully, we didn't uh, have to find out. Thankfully, we didn't have to find out over the Jeez. weekend. And to think they didn't even pick him just to trade him to get those assets. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, that's that's uh, that's questionable uh, that's, journal managing that's, right there. That's if not, you ask me, uh, that's not asset management. Uh, Xavier Perrant from Sherbrooke, two go- uh, three goals, four assists in two games. Charles Boutouin and Blainville, two goals, five assists in three games. Defenseman Miguel Tour- Tournier? Yeah, Tournier, right? Tournier. Yep. And uh, three goals, three assists in three games. David Spachek from Sherbrooke, a goal and three assists in two games. Brady James from Halifax, one win, uh, got the shutout. Could have been another goaltender we'll maybe talk about that could have been a uh, Q player of the week, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, so that's it. So let's, uh, let's bring this thing back uh, closer to home. Weekly Rewind. Well, that uh, that was a much better weekend than the first one. Oh, that was mu- still coming down off that. The Wildcats now record is 2-2 two and two for four points, four spot in the Maritime Division uh, after a very exciting holiday weekend for the Wildcats. Friday, 
they had us in the first half. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> Jeremy's got his neck warmer up over the top of his ears. But uh, had us in the first half down 5-1, 5-2 going into the third. Uh, got the 6-5 overtime victory in the shootout. That was one of the better games at the Avenir Center we've seen in quite a quite a while. Yeah, that's uh, quite the comeback. Uh, yeah, 5-1, it's... Um... Yeah, you, yeah, I know it's early, but, uh, I mean, you're, you're going to look and at, at the end of the season, you know, you, you say, okay, well, you, you got into playoffs by this many points or yeah. you you're, you did, you weren't in one of the lottery spots by this many points. Like, that's one of those games you're going to look back and be like, shoot, shit, you know, that's that's uh, because of this win here, uh, this didn't happen. Yeah. You know, so, um, like I said, I know it's early. There could be other games like that this season, but. I mean, you got to look back and you got to keep that one circled on the calendar as, as you know, one of those games that you're you're down and out. And uh, it just, you know, one of those third periods like we saw last season, right, where they just uh, they don't give up. And, uh, you know, it's a team like Cape Breton where you, you got to think they were sitting back a little bit. Yeah. Because we're young, they're inexperienced like Moncton. Uh, yeah, they're thinking, OK, well, this is, you know, 5-1 lead. There's this is this is more than enough. So. But no, Moncton just kept coming on and coming on, and and uh, you know it was quite the uh, you know if it wasn't for the goalie change, uh, I, I don't think it would have happened. Uh, that's no, it, it, that was that was like I said on the post. Coaches have to pull the right strings at the right time, hmm. and you know it was as much of a shakeup as that team needed. It was nothing against Philion. He wasn't he wasn't stellar by any means. He wasn't getting a lot of help in in front of him, but. I think the team just needed a different look and a jolt in a game. You're down 5-2. You put the backup in. What's the worst that can happen? Now, would they have put him in had they played in Cape Breton Saturday? I don't know. But that, you know, it, it brought me back to, I can't remember which preseason game it was. I think it was the last one against the Islanders where you said, go watch that first minute, and that's what this team needs to play like all, all season, and they're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. That third period was that team. They were yes. on every puck. Now, it, it, like you said, it helped that they were playing the Eagles, who you know, kind of took the foot off the gas a little bit. And in junior hockey, momentum is a momentum is a bitch. And if you take your foot off the gas for just a little bit, and that team, especially in their building, gets the momentum, it's uh, it's quite a ride. Eighteen, they all shot them eighteen to six in that third period with the comeback. Um, we both, you know, we both kind of got what we wanted. Uh, players that we talked about last week: Jacob Stewart, Maxim Barbashev. I don't know if they listened to the show and, and got fired up, but they 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 balled out in the first one. Yeah, they really did. Uh, hit like uh, Pilot was a Pilot was a you know man beast. Yep, he was really like really strong game. Barbashev was strong. Um, you know, uh, there's just a lot of guys that kind of. I think it was their wake up call. Mm-hmm. That second intermission was like a wake up call. Uh, you know, we got to get our you know our butts in gear here and. Yep. Um, I can't, I can't, I can't go a show without mentioning his name. But uh, man, OJ's goal in that shootout, um, you won't, um, you, you'll be hard, hard pressed to find. Um, you know, there's not a lot of players in this league that can make a move like that in tight. No, that was uh, elevated that's, quick. That's a, that's a pro. That's a pro move. Yeah. Like that's next level stuff right there. Um, and you know he's. He's proven himself. He's earning every every minute of ice time that he gets. Uh, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to pump him up too much here, but uh, he's he's living up to my uh, my expectations. No, hundred percent. I think, uh, you know, like I, I tweeted, like the the account tweeted out. I mean, we both got what we wanted. The the uh, the Wildcats got the four two victory. So you wanted three points. You got four. Um, mm-hmm. I wanted two power play go- uh, power play goal in each game, and I th- I got them. But I think that lone, that Yon Lotion goal, just that I talked about it all preseason first episode. You need a power play goal to change the tide. And when you talk about, you know, two points are going to come in handy down the road when you're out of the lottery or you get into a playoff spot or you get a better matchup in the playoffs. We're going to look back on that goal because they yes. don't score on that power play there. And I think they'd yeah. had, what they have up until that point? Two, three, four chances. Uh, four chances on the power play up until that point. They don't score there. I don't know if they come back from a 5-1 deficit coming out of the third, and we're not going to know, but that power play goal may have just 
like that energized everything and that's going to be a goal we're going to look back like the game that changed everything and got them into the playoffs or got them a better seed or out of the lottery or whatever right like power play goals are a major thing and he carried it into the next game they were able to hold on to the lead uh up three three one i think it was three nothing they got the early lead they were able to hold on to it even though Kate breton kept coming and coming and coming in that third period um we went one for four in the power play but again lotion got the power play goal which was the third goal, which ended up being the uh, the game winner. So, I mean, it kind of looked like they kind of started to figure it out from the Loshing power play goal on Friday to the end of the game. Yeah, because I was, of course, not at this game Friday night. Right. Um, and I was in charge of the old Twitter account at home, <laughs> in my, uh, same spot as I am right now on my yeah. kitchen table. And, you know, I literally said, you know, Wildcats are heading to a full two-minute five-on-three power play. Need to get one here, exclamation mark. And they got one, you know, so yeah. that's, and that's really where it's, where things started to, you know, started to roll. Um, you know, so to, to, to say that uh, it was because of me to uh, that, you know, the team rebounded and, and got going, I'll, I'll take full credit for that win. Uh, and uh, yeah, like it's, it just, it just rolled right into Sunday. We need those yeah. wins every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We've some, had a, some days you just need to pull out your uh, what's it uh, is it Nost- Nostradamus is that the yeah, uh, exactly yeah yeah exactly and it's uh, you know it just rolled it was uh, it got one late in the second that lotion power play goal and then it was <laughs> all Wildcats in the third uh, and that's um, that that's that basically summarizes the game you know we had a bad uh, we had a bad forty. I was going to say bad 38 minutes. Yeah. And then we had a really strong uh, 22. Um, usually when you have a bad, uh, but that 22 was, uh, you know, <laughs> that was something that was uh, quite, uh, quite the show. Yeah. They, they, they finally put 60 minutes together. It was just the third period on Friday and the first two periods on Sunday. Eventually yeah. you'd like to put the two together. Um, again, it was, it was the same, almost the same thing that happened reverse. I mean, Moncton got out to the early lead, and then I don't know if it was just took the foot off the gas in the third or just, I don't know what it was. Maybe it's those bus lags, even though they had the, the night off. But <laughs> Kate Breton, which I, I do want to give him a shout. I do like those third jerseys. Uh, I think they look pretty slick with the Kate Breton shoulder patch logo. Um, so I will give him a, a prop. I, I do think they look good. I'd like to see a nice color rush. Where they wear yellow, Moncton wears their blues. Like we need more color in this uh, in this game, but um, yeah, we're gonna get to him in a little bit, obviously. But Thomas Couture, um, there's not. I joked with you about a goalie controversy. There isn't one yet, but I gotta believe Couture has earned the right to play Saturday Night Bathurst. Now he didn't play great in the first game. First game little bit of nerves whatever but i i believe he's earned the right to keep going and uh and play saturday night in bathurst uh i don't know i don't well it's i wouldn't give him i wouldn't give him back to back it's uh you know it, it's nice that he's kind of found a groove here mm-hmm. uh, but at the same time i think Philion deserves a chance to he deserves kind of a bounce back game right right i think he's um he, he deserves a chance to, you know, prove that, you know, that that's, that game was a stinker. Uh, it's not going to happen all the time. So, you know, I, I, I expect, uh, we see Philly on Bathurst and I, I, I expect probably it's your, is it Sunday? Yeah. This is back to yeah, Sunday. Bathurst against and Saturday, yeah. Um, you know, we're probably going to rotate here for a little bit until Philly on starts to get into a groove. Right. And then it's his net. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's already his. It's already his net. Oh, 100 percent. It is. I just wonder. I think if... he just needs to kind of. I don't know. Maybe he's feeling the pressure because you know it's his team. Yeah. Um. But uh, no, just get let. I would just keep letting them rotate until, uh, until we know that Philia's kind of got his uh, got his groove. And I I I agree with you. Um. If you go back to Philly on on Saturday in Bathurst, you at least have Couture in your back pocket. You mm-hmm. know what he's doing. Um, you know, there's always that worry when a goaltender, you know, maybe just struggles a little bit out of the gate. Um, especially number one guy, you go to the backup. If that kind of magic runs out, does that 
you know, what happens when you put the backup in to come in, right? Like, you know the, the string of Couture coming in off the bench that you can pull if you need it. You don't quite know what that string is of, of a Philly on coming off the bench, which you hope you don't need coming down a whole lot this season. It's it's kind of his net. You know, I I don't know if we'll get Sammy Longname back um, this week. I think he's more a couple weeks out. Yeah, I don't know what that is. I think it's – he was still week to week for the home opener, so it's still – you know, I still think he's a, at least a couple weeks out, which, I mean, I want him, I think we, we need him, you yeah. know, it's, we, we need, uh, we need Dao back, we need, we need uh, Sammy, and you know, back end, and then, Jesus, uh, I, I just want a healthy lineup. Yeah, it's, uh, it, I, I kind of got to wonder, you know, it, at one point, I had turned to Layla and I said, there's, Pilot on the ice and four guys combined that haven't played 10 games. And that was mm-hmm. Lonsbury, Matthews, Sanchez, and uh, I can't remember the defense. Uh, Moran. Like, yeah, that's a, that's a young crew on Friday. Um, mm-hmm. So you just kind of need that veteran. Kind of wonder if, you know, if, if, if you have no news on, on Dao, and I got to believe they're, they're being updated all the time. Why Bernier isn't in this lineup? Like we have, a spot for that extra 20 year old with some speed, a little bit of scoring, you know, one 20 year old in these four games. I just, I wonder why, why, uh, especially with Dao up, up in Belleville, um, why we haven't seen Bernier. Yeah. Well, he's, I mean, he's obviously already in Fredericton. Well, yeah. Uh, so it's tough to bring him back, but I get Belleville, I guess, acquired another center today from, from Laval. So um, that's helps. Perfect. Maybe. See you on Saturday there, Phil. <laughs> uh, that should help. I mean, this guy, this kid's 26 years old. He's got 100 and 100 career AHL games. So it's uh, you know clearly more. They're starting to bring in some uh, some experience in Belleville. So yeah, you know we want uh, you know we want Phil playing at the highest level possible. But Jesus Christ, get the I mean <laughs> sorry, get the, get the help back here as quickly as possible. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like what. I can't remember who tweeted it, but I know Sanderson retweeted it. Um, you know, what's what's the the level of development when you're playing six, seven minutes a night in the AHL as opposed to Phil, who's yeah. going to play top-line, first-line center minutes and likely be on a top contender after Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, so He's still not signed. Like, he can't no, exactly. play if he's got a contract. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So he's still on an amateur tryout. They're maximizing so they've, got there, they've got him there for free. Yeah. And they're Pretty maximizing much, so. the value and you know, yeah. that's what well within their right just sucks for us. Right. So, mm-hmm. um, I mean, like I, I said a little earlier, we're getting uh back to back games this weekend. We got Bathurst in, uh, Saturday in Bathurst and with, uh, out MacArthur Lapierre. Um, I think you said Huckins, Hinkley and, uh, and bigger. It's a good time to catch them. Yeah. Right? Um, like, hopefully I can, pounce on this a little bit and uh you, you, you still, have to believe they should winning winning these two games like that's got to do something like i mean if they were going zero and four against bathurst with that lineup i wouldn't mm-hmm. be as excited like i'm not really excited for it but i feel better at two and two after these two wins than i would zero and four against the banged up bathurst team right yeah yeah uh, for sure i mean it's I I don't think I'm gonna put out a points prediction for these no, two. No, we're done with that. We na- we nailed it both on, yeah. both in one week. I think we're good. <laughs> well, we've seen we've, we've seen Bathurst already. We know what they can yeah. do. Um, you know this this game Sunday is gonna be fun. Uh, if I know first game back in Moncton for you know both Dinwiddie and Larue, right? So yeah, um, that'll be that'll be nice. Uh, it's gonna be different seeing them in, in in you know Moosehead Green, but. Uh, you know, it's been like that for over a year now, so we have to get used to it. Which is uh, weird because we have we've only we seen them on the road. Yeah, like saw them on the road, but uh, you know, we haven't seen them at home yet, and that's yeah. that's uh, that goes back to last year how you know we that's it was just all New Brunswick, and then um, this year we're finally back to normal. We can finally see Halifax, but you know, like I said, <laughs> you know, maritime. Even though we can go to these games fully vaccinated as fans and, and wear a mask. Uh, I saw today that the Maritime Hockey League are starting to postpone games in the circuit breaker areas. So yeah, yeah, who knows what's going to happen by this too. weekend, right? It uh, could be a change in uh, 
you know, government could change the rules like the weather changes around here. So I'm just holding um, on to the fact that you got to be double vaccinated and get into the Avenir Center that these games will still go on, right? Well, I mean, it's, it's like that in, in, in Edmonton too and Grand Falls and, you know, they're postponing games. So um, it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see if these games actually go ahead this weekend. I'm just looking back on the 2020-2021 roster uh, and <laughs> – you know, usually when a player goes and then they come back, there's a few players that they're, you know, used to seeing and whatnot. But, I mean, there's just Phil Daou and uh, Langlois and Jacob Stewart, I think, are the only remaining uh, players. Yep, are the only remaining players from the roster that those guys played with. Jesus. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, we, we joked about, you know, video tributes back but it's been you know there's just no one left to play and especially if Dahu's not there it's Langwa mm-hmm. and uh Langwa and Stewart so I, I I don't really know what to expect from from Halifax I mean they they look pretty good um they're right you know two and one they played you know they they went into Charlottetown and got a win there two nothing uh, they split the the series with uh with Cape Breton but they didn't have either LaRue or Denoyer in those two games. They've only had it for one game and they, you know, they shut out Charlottetown. So, you know, Brady James is, you know, I, I early on, I was like, you know, they're in a kind of a rebuild. They're a little bit ahead of us, but I don't know what their goaltender is. Brady James, if he can stay hot, he can steal a game and he can, he's a very good goaltender. So it'll be, it'll be an interesting one uh, with, with Halifax. I'm not sure these games are always interesting with these two teams, whether they're yeah, first and last I mean, Brady, or right in the middle, they, they don't like each other and it's, it's evident early. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Brady James is, uh, he's quick, he's athletic. So, I mean, if they're going to want to score on this guy, I don't know what the, he's, he's a small goalie, right? Yep. Um, so you're going to want to put some traffic in front of them. Uh, and you know, cause if you're going to, if you if you just want to go from you know wall to wall uh, passes, he's he's quick enough to to react. So yep. uh, you're going to want to put a guy in front of the net here, and uh, you know hopefully get some deflections or some screens. And I think if they can do that, they they've got a good chance. Uh, but that's that's my scouting report, I guess. Is <laughs> just uh, you know get some get some bodies in front of them and yep. and uh, you know kind of crash the net. Uh, it's it's all it's it's cliche, you know. Pucks on net, but you know, put pucks on net, and uh, you know, have a have a guy in front, a body in front, and you're gonna have success. Take away his eyes, and and we'll be fine. Yep. Um, it's Moncton better bring the big boy pants because it's gonna be physical. Um, mm-hmm. Larue and himself, provided he can stay on the straight and narrow and get to this game. Um, Beauregard, I mean, he's you know, we know about him playing in Charlottetown for many years. Um, you know. Their defense, I mean, camera, why not? We get to see Dylan McKinnon, um, who was featured on their video today, which was exceptionally done. Um, mm-hmm. They've now had two episodes, so it'll be a, it'll be a fun uh, fun night at the ring or day at the ring Sunday. So, you know, I don't know who how many more times we're going to get to see LaRue, um, especially if these rules keep changing and everything. But if, we, <laughs> if, if we're allowed to get there, get there on Sunday and, uh, you know, enjoy these players, even though they're playing on their, the wrong team, and let's have some fun and, you know, just enjoy Zach LaRue on the ice, Denoyer, and hopefully we can come away with two points and, you know, make fun of him next week, right? Hey, nothing wrong. I wouldn't I wouldn't be wrong with making fun of them. No, nope, that's, uh, that's what we're here not for. Making, not making fun of them, but, uh, you know, brag a little bit yeah. about how, uh, you know, the uh, rebuilding Wildcats managed to <laughs> uh, beat the, uh, I guess, not rebuilding any anymore, but uh, middle middle of the pack mid, sense, maybe mid, I don't mid-tier, know. Yeah, I gotta well, I gotta believe that. Uh, I don't know how to put the classify them. No, but hey, they get to it's middle of the pack sounds good. Yeah, I like middle of the pack. So before we get into uh, stick tap of the week, did you see Pat's tweet from today? Pat's tweet. Yeah. I've I've honestly haven't been much on Twitter, uh, but let me just uh, see which one you're talking about here. Between the uh, the Eagles and Schwinnigan. Oh yes, about the buses. Yeah, the bus being there, and it's the first time since Drummondville was here, March sixth or something, that they've had a Quebec team in in Kingston. Yeah. So yeah, or no, the first time since Drummondville was in Moncton because we played on the Sunday, they went home, then we played Cape Breton on that Wednesday, and then we all know what happened. But that is like, 
I've said it a few times. You want to put this thing in perspective. That's crazy that the last time they were here was March 7th, 2020. A Quebec team was yeah, playing the Maritimes. That's, it is, it is pretty <laughs> crazy to think. I mean, that's, that's, man, that's like a year and seven, eight months. Yeah. A uh, year and a half. Like that's, that's, that is something. So it, yeah, we're starting to see these Quebec teams roll in. So. Yeah. So keep. Doing... I, I don't even know who these, te- who half these players are on these teams. <laughs> no, uh, no. So doing it's... these recaps. Is, like, it's a good thing. We both have the, uh, the CHL app so we can watch all these games so we can quickly, you know, the week of the 24th, we get to, or next week, we can watch a Renderanda game and just see who's on the team, see how they look yeah. in a few of the games, right? Because that's the only Quebec team we're going to get in this first month is, yeah, uh, is Renderanda on the 24th. So, all right, well, let's get to everyone's favorite uh, part of the show. Eric Murray Realty. <laughs> Buy a house from him. Stick tap of the week. All right, so we're sticking with the uh, with the restaurant theme here. We what? know we... Uh, we did a, uh, a smokes patinery shout out last week for the stick tap, and uh, which just actually, to let, uh, just to let you know, I'll cut you off a little bit. I am working on that sponsorship for for the show, so we'll see we'll see how that comes. But I'm shooting my shot. There you go, perfect. Um, so it's kind of like a a three uh, three part stick tap, but it's all going to be into one. Um, and I'll apologize for any other restaurants that. I've done this, but I just haven't noticed. So the uh, Eric Murray uh, Greater Moncton Realtor Stick Tap of the Week is going out to Five Bridges in Riverview, Steve's Diner in Riverview, and Gusto here in Moncton. I'll kind of explain why. Um, so they've personally all posted on their Facebooks uh, on their Facebook pages about their staff uh, vaccination rates. Um, so we've had Five Bridges say that their staff's 100% vaccinated. We've had Steve's Diners say that their staff's 100% vaccinated. And Gusto posted this huge, I'm not going to read it word for word, but the most transparent, um, you know, Facebook thing I've ever seen about staff vaccination rates where they're saying about how, you know, 80-something percent is fully vaccinated, uh, 15%'s got one dose and they're getting their second. Seven staff members are are contemplating getting vaccinated and they have so many days to do it. Like it, uh, we're starting to see restaurants, you know, really, really step up. And, and by doing this, they're making us as patrons feel safe to, to eat there. Uh, so I, I want to give a big shout out to those three restaurants because it's, uh, it's finally nice to see, you know, these, these establishments, uh, you know, taking this serious and uh you know not not mandating vaccines but encouraging their staff to to do the right thing and uh you know for if we're gonna stop with these you know exposures and and this fourth wave and this fifth wave that we never know what could come this is what we need to do is uh is is for these restaurants to start encouraging their their employees to get vaccinated because you know you're seeing restaurants and bars on these exposure lists all the time and People are like, oh, I see these vaccine passports are really working. Well, you know, um, they're working. And we've seen a lot less bars and restaurants on these exposure lists ever since we brought in the uh, the proof of vaccination. So, uh, you know, big shout out to Five Bridges and Gusto and, and Steve Donner for, for really, uh, you know, stepping up to the plate. And I uh, hope we see some more restaurants uh, do the same. The Stick Tap of the Week, sponsored by Eric Murray Real Estate with the Remax Avante team. If you're looking to buy or sell a home in the greater Moncton or surrounding area, make sure to check him out on social media or give him a call at 506-863-8802. Yes, sir. That is an excellent, uh, excellent Stick Tap. I didn't think it was, I thought it was going to be like actual food worthy, like the food you no, ate no, over no. the weekend. But uh, if, there was a, if there was a food Stick Tap, it'd be to my... Uh... My wife's turkey for stuffing that bird and uh, massaging those uh, those bones, you know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, you're bang on with uh, with that stick tap. So that brings us to the Rosemary Lynn Massage Wildcat of the Week again. Uh, she is back for another year. Uh, it's a very special discount right now, fifteen percent off for all healthcare workers and first responders. Just go to her website, rosemarylynnmassage.business.site. Download the coupon uh, until January first, twenty twenty two, and if you want to relax from all the craziness that continues to go out there and you never know what's going to happen um you can do one of two things a you can give her a call at 
1224 or you can just keep tuning in week after week as we're going to have a few coupons to give away uh this year from her so um we appreciate that so this one uh this one flipped a few times over the weekend a lot like our mass singer um started the clubhouse leader friday night was going to be barbs after a three-point night bounce back after week one then it was going to be maybe loshing with the two power play goals but uh, finally, we took off the mask, as they say on Sunday, to reveal Thomas Couture as the Wildcat Wildcat of the Week. I mean, he was great Friday in relief of, of Philly on stopping all nine shots in the third period um, and w- as well in overtime and then stopping one out of three or two out of three in the shootout to get the victory and then stopping 32 of 34 in the win Sunday. Um, he was... I don't know if they... Uh, they get the W Sunday um, if he doesn't come in and, and do what he did on on fr- Friday night. So um, he is your Rosemary Lynn's Massage Wildcat of the week. Well, that's 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 it for the show, man. That's uh, we made it via the phone call. I'm not a fan of this. I don't like this. I want to get back to regular episodes with you in the studio. I missed I missed your. At least I get to see you, but I missed having you in the studio, bro. Yeah, yeah same, man. It sucks. Uh, <laughs> lousy. Uh lousy fourth wave and uh yeah it doesn't look like it's calming down anytime soon either so um we'll have to get used to this for the next little bit but hey if we can do this week after week and still have hockey that's fine it's the breaks in between i agree no more shutdowns yeah no shutdowns no show that's when it really gets uh gets to us so yeah again that'll do it for us uh don't forget to get your tickets for this sunday's game as larue and denway make their return to moncton um go to Ticketmaster, get your tickets it is a 4 p.m start on sunday and join us ahead. Join us again next week. Uh, we're gonna look ahead to St. John and finally a Quebec team. Thanks for your continued hey. support. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Wildcast Podcast. Follow us on social media at Moncton Wildcast.